Smash cut. A technique in film where one scene abruptly cuts to another without transition. Much like a typical conversation with me and my friends when discussing film, television, music, video games, or anything else that happens to come up. This is the idea behind the show, Smash Cuts. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Smash Cuts. I'm Rich Caban. With me is Jacqueline Kemick. Hello! And we are here in, uh, well, we're not here anywhere, but we're in we're, August. We're here in the void. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in the void. It's August 1st today, right? Yep. And, yes! Uh, starting a new month. I can't believe we're already through the summer. Um <gasps> Really? Things are moving so fast. <laughs> still so hot, though. Oh my god, it's still so yes. It's still oh, hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is very hot. And uh, actually, for, for the first time, we're I'm in New York, and Jackie is in uh, uh, Texas. Uh, I was going to say Charlotte. I don't even know what I was thinking. Yeah, Texas. Charlotte is not where I am. <laughs> no, not at all. And uh, um, I think the, the uh, oh, I forgot my I lost my train of thought for a second, but. Um, yeah, but but there's just been a lot going on, just in terms of entertainment, just in terms of movies, oh, just in God, terms yeah. of. Uh, I think the last thing I just watched, besides all the Marvel stuff, I just watched uh, a Quiet Place Two, which <gasps> so good. Yeah, which was really good. I, you know, I I have to say, I I hadn't seen the first one. I loved the first one, but mm-hmm. I I saw it in the movies, and I hadn't seen it since then. I, I own oh, it. Oh wow! And yeah. it's not it's not it's not one of those ago. things where I didn't want to see it. It was just that. You know, I my wife got to see it at home, and, and she had watched it at a different time. But when you have kids, it's kind of hard. That's yeah. not a movie you can watch. No, not not with kids your age. You know? Yeah, no. <laughs> so we had a we actually had a moment. They were both at camp, and we and I I saw Quiet Place Two was available, and we watched it. And oh my god, I mean that was just, and not only was it a nail biter, but it was just so well done. It really um, was. It, they really figured out a way to tell a second story without just kind of retracing what they did in the first one. Exactly. You know, further the story instead of um, just making it cyclical. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, and it was uh, it was a logical place to go. Cause it, mm-hmm. cause a lot of times you, you think you want more information than you have. And I mm-hmm. like that they didn't spoon feed us anything. Like they didn't like now create some huge backstory. Um, right. You know, they just kind of continue. The only thing that you really see is that you see another scene at the beginning of the start of everything. And in this particular instance, spoiler warning, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen it, um, you see, you you can't really tell if it's an asteroid or if it's a ship or something, but something is coming down through the air. And then almost immediately, it's almost like you, you don't, hear an impact you don't feel a vibration like it almost seems too fast that all of a sudden these things appear so it's like wait were they already there or was that them or like like there's a lot of questions but like you said i like that they're not spoon feeding it and making it so obvious because it's really free for you to kind of be in the same state of uncertainty as everyone else in the movie and that's the whole point right yeah, like they exactly. want they want to give you as much information as the family had and that's nothing <laughs> yeah and you don't know how where they i mean for all we know in the end it's not like they they give you any of this but for all we know this was these were sent here from someplace else or these were mm-hmm. you don't know how they got here and yeah. And because it could be like Prometheus where there's like this other race who's sending them to clear the planet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because clearly they didn't get, it's not like, you know, it's, it's like tigers getting into a ship on our, you know, into a spaceship here and say, Oh, let's go to another planet. You know, it's, I mean, they're clearly animals. They're not, they're not Mm -hmm. thinking three dimensional, you know, four dimensional thinking creatures who can create spaceships and then fly off to another planet. So it's just, yeah, it's, uh, and I liked all the actors, you know, even it, that's the other thing with this. Yeah. Celine Murphy, what a too. surprise. Yeah. He was, he was great. Uh, mm-hmm. un- unrecognizable, you know, like I, I wouldn't have. I mean, I don't he think was. he's unrecognizable because I think he has such a striking face, you yeah. know, I mean, but. Well, I, well, I, di- I didn't know he was. I, I really. Are you kidding me? No, not till the end credits. I had no idea Are who he was. Are you serious? Yeah. I had no, I, I mean, I just, I, I guess because the, you know. I don't know. He didn't. He just didn't look like himself to me at he's all. Like one I was, of those people surprised. that I feel like no matter what he does, he looks like he's wearing a rubber face of himself. <laughs> so I just can't <laughs> imagine 
yeah. not digging him out. Because get, and yeah. it's what it's, it's, it's his his striking blue eyes, the very pronounced bone structure in his face, and those giant lips. He looks like a caricature. We, we um, may have been looking at him in different ways, I think. <laughs> no, I. you know what's really funny? The way that I um, describe him there, it probably makes me sound like I really find him attractive. <laughs> yeah, and the opposite is true, actually. And it's oh, not that funny. I don't think that he... I mean, you know what? He can get it. It's fine. But yeah. not for me. <laughs> I don't like the way he looks. He looks unnatural to me. He has the same kind of features that I find alien like Matt Smith. And it's not their fault. I really promise yeah. I'm not trying to trash them or anything. But who was the other guy you, you said something weird about was- um, uh, Matt Smith. Time, no, Time Machine guy. What was his name? Guy Pierce, wasn't he? Another guy Pierce, one? yeah, Guy Pierce is like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember- he, Although I don't I, find him as jarring. I, he looks I, like I, a, he, a alien cat man, you know? I mean, he look, he's got the same kind of uh, strange- um, facial kind of lower region that makes me think that he should be dressed up as beast from beauty and the beast in yes. a live action show like ron perlman you know <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> you said something we named a pot we named an episode out of whatever you called him i cannot remember what it was oh, really? but it was perfect because you you said uh face like a and i can't remember i wish i could remember what it was but uh it's funny that they i, I could I could kind of see the they are, they are kind of the same type, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know what. I mean, maybe I was just kind of like a, I was absorbed in the movie, and and I you you know when you don't know if somebody's important or not, I mm -hmm. guess, and you're mm -hmm. watching something and you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. You like he was one of those characters where I I wasn't paying much attention to him or giving him much thought because I kept thinking uh, there was somebody else, you know, that he was just only going to be there for a few minutes or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. so, but, uh, but yeah, but no, it was, it was a very well, well-made movie. So, yeah. I mean, besides that, what, what else have you seen? I mean, there's, some, there's, so, well, I guess we should go into, uh, you know, we, we, we should finish our Let's season finale of wrap uh, up Loki. <laughs> yeah. Loki. So yes. Final me, your, thoughts, your thoughts and finale yeah. thoughts. Um, yeah. So I, well, I thought it was a great finale and a very unexpected one because of the way they approached it. Mm. Um, a, a, so much dialogue, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so much conversation with um, he who remains. Um, and it was, uh, it was kind of shocking, I think, to introduce him so early in the episode and, and have that be what it was. It almost, it didn't, it, I don't know. I almost feel like it's not that it was anticlimactic, but it was such a pivot from what you normally would expect a finale to be. Yeah. And I think the reason that they're getting away with it um, is they were really banking on uh, Jonathan Majors' performance, which I, I will admit the only reason that I really liked it was because I know he was trying to set the tone in the most contrasting way possible for his future mm -hmm. variants. And um, my partner loved it. He was just like, I could just watch this guy talk all day. And me, I was just like, I don't know. It's a bit much. <laughs> okay. Cause it was also a new, it wasn't what I expected. And it, I think it's because of, um, of the other show. Uh, oh my God. Uh, the other Lovecraft show. That he was Country? Yes. Lovecraft country. County. Mm -hmm. I guess because he didn't, he wasn't anything like that character oh, no, no, not in at all. the show. And so I didn't really know. And I, and I didn't think he would be a one note actor, but I just didn't expect that type of yeah. performance from him. Like he didn't seem like that. I, I didn't know he could, he could do a performance like that. Well, know? what's funny is apparently that's the same reaction that um, Marvel had uh, when, when he was interviewing and when they were, you know, auditioning and doing these different things, they were so impressed with his performance that they were like, Oh my God, we're going to, we want to put this in now because originally he was only going to be the tease at the end of this episode. Yeah. And not only because of COVID, I'm sure had to change quite a few things, but um, but because of the pacing and, and um, Jonathan's performance, they were like, no, let's go ahead and, and switch this up right now. And again, I know that this character is going to act so differently from the other ones that we're going to see in the future mm -hmm. that they just wanted, like I said, the most amount of contrast possible. And that's why I didn't mind that he was so goofy. <laughs> and also I, I felt like at the end, you know, because I, because there were, I had a lot of questions. So there was a lot of expectations of what I thought this was going to be, but 
I think I was thinking of this as a one-off series. So yeah. I feel like I don't know when that decision was made that we're gonna they were gonna do another season. But I don't. It was I way back. It was way back when. Was it from the, no, no. I mean, when they were filming it, like I don't know if it was when they when after when they were filming it that they knew. But I kind of felt like they they were told like when they were writing this script, okay, we're gonna have another season. So let's not spill all. No, the beans. no. No, you think they not, knew from the beginning? I do because they um, the way that they're intertwining it with the other films and everything, and we don't have a release date for the second season yet as you know so who knows when that's coming out but um but no i remember them getting i remember getting that news a long time ago we talked about that on the last podcast too that it had kind of been like resurfaced yeah like this was old news that but they knew because otherwise they would have been paying off things or maybe made it a longer season yeah well i guess that's what i was i was surprised because it felt like from the last episode, the way it all seemed, it felt like this was going to be a big, big finale where a lot was going to right. happen. Right. So, and that's what I meant. It's not know. that it was anticlimactic, just yeah. not the same thing that you would expect coming into a show like this, for sure. No. No, it almost felt like a mid-season finale, if anything. Right, right. You know? And yeah. so, and and I, I mean, like I said, I, I agree with you. I liked it. But there was, it was very wordy. Mm-hmm. It was very much like there, I, I, you know, and I have read comics like this where you get you get like all of this, you know, like a Michael Bendis uh, comic, mm-hmm. you know, where where you you start to get a lot of dialogue, you yeah, know, a and, and a lot of explaining, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, but he was there was there was a lot to take in, you know. It was a lot of information yeah. that you had to figure out, and I, I'm. I'm very excited to see where it's all going to go. Like I liked Me too. what I saw. Um, I'm I, on board. I love it. Yeah. And I like that this Loki is in our universe. Cause that was the other thing too. I kept thinking uh, that's another reason I kept thinking it was a one-off. Cause I thought they were just going to kind of neatly put him away somewhere. And we, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. were, this was just kind of, you know, this Loki and now he's gone. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's, it's, it was a great way to bring him back too. Cause you know, any other way would have just been a, a cheat. You know, you know what's funny though? I watched, um, have you ever seen? God, I wish I knew the guy's name because I've only seen a couple of these. Um, but there's somebody who has a YouTube channel that's like pitch meeting, something like that. Um, and it's basically he'll do, um, a satire or just like a joke pitch meeting for a movie that's come out or, or a okay. show that's come out, right? And it's, it's him talking to himself, like he, he spliced it, you know, so that one was the writer and one is the you big wig, right? <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, um, for Loki, throughout the pitch meeting, you know, he's basically going back to, like, the fact that he watched a movie. Like, they sat him down and watched a movie. He watched a movie of his life to get that character development that he had gotten in our hearts throughout <laughs> all of the movies. Yeah. And and he kept referencing that, like, he'd be like, well, but isn't this the guy that just killed a bunch of people in New York like yesterday? And he's like, yeah, but he watched a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it was so funny. Yeah. I was cracking it Yeah, because he's not, yeah, because you should not like him at all. Like he's not, because that was the one thing in Avengers, the first one, is as likable as he was in Thor. I didn't really like him in Avengers. Like not, and mm-hmm. it was, because he was just so uh, evil. And, and I that, also feel like they never really went into the fact that he looked like he was being a little bit controlled at the very beginning of that movie too, especially when he comes through the portal and his eyes are a little different and he's Mm -hmm. all pale. And so I kind of had the thought that he was a bit under the influence of the mind stone. Because Um, he has this sadistic look, especially when he does the the eye scanner thing and mm -hmm. he takes the guy's eyeball, you know, it it didn't yeah, but, seem like that same character that we saw in the last movie. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. And and so they're just kind of forcing all of the 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 love that we now feel for him mm-hmm. <laughs> because they they they're basically banking on the the audience does love Loki and they don't want to have to go through all of that again and that was just an easy way to kind of write it out. And it's true. I mean, you know, we needed to move forward as a story, so I don't think it was a bad choice, but I did think it was funny to be called out like that. But he watched a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sir, That's how true. many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> yeah. And a well-edited movie too, apparently. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So they know how to get angled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's interesting. And, and uh uh so now the next 
the next series, well, the next series that starts is kind of an offshoot of this, which when they first announced that what if thing, I just thought it was a cool oh, idea. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. oh, that's cool. They're going to do animated versions of the comic that we used to read. But even when we read the comics of what if it was, there were never any consequences with those. Like they, right. it was just like, oh, what if yeah. this is now showing us a multi a multiverse that exists. Right. You know, because of what happened on Loki and we're seeing all of these different possibilities and you got to wonder, well, what will come back? You know, what, what mm-hmm. is being introduced here that may show up somewhere else or. Yeah. And it could be nothing, but it still is the perfect transitional show. Mm -hmm. And it's also a nice, refreshing change of pace being animated. You know, I mean, I thought that was kind of cool, too. Yeah. 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 I'm really looking forward to it. And there's a lot of of news. Um, What was it? I think Chris Evans just signed up for a future upcoming project, Marvel project. And that does not mean that he's going to come back for a Captain America movie. We don't know that. It does not mean that he's going to be the same character, even that we see in the show, because how Mm -hmm. cool would it be if he comes back as a variant of himself? Right. Or something. And there was a whole, um, uh, film theory episode, which I completely am in agreement with that was based off of the black widow movie that just came out. And um, the Red Guardian, who kept saying, like, you know, oh, no, I fought Captain America. And and even when he's talking to Natasha later on, he's like, did he talk about me? You know, oh, did yeah, he, yeah. My great nemesis, Captain America, did he say anything about me? And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And um, the film theory episode is like, no, there was a Captain America. It just wasn't Steve Rogers. Maybe, yeah. the, it, you know, it was William Burnside or someone else. Um, or a different super soldier, you know, or a clone or whatever, you know, I mean, or could it have even been Captain America? Cause he had to return those gemstones. So right? yeah, that's true. What happened during that <laughs> we time don't period. know. Yeah. We don't know. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's so much that can happen there, but it would be really interesting um, yeah. to go back to that and, and see how else they're going to use Steve in the future, or I should say Chris Evans, really, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. who knows if it is going to be Steve. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I read something by David Harbour that said uh, he, so he wanted to make it known. He said that he wasn't de-skinnied for the movie. Did you hear about this? Um, so he, he shot all of most, all of his scenes. He gained a lot of weight to be in the movie. And mm-hmm. He shot a lot of his scenes, and then he promised production that by the end of production he would be back to goal weight, you know, skinny enough to play his younger version. Mm-hmm. So through the whole movie, he was, you know, he had gotten as heavy as he was, but then was losing weight to get to the final thing, and he and he finally made it. But he said the whole production, everyone kept saying to him, you, "You're never going to do it." You know, they play, they do jokes like you know, giving him you know from the extra food like at the catering or the craft yeah. services you know but uh but yeah so apparently he 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 did lose all that weight which is pretty impressive oh, because good for him yeah i can't do that when you know, yeah i know yeah you know, but when i have plenty of time to do it so good for him that's, that's right. awesome i never understand when actors gain weight like that for movies like i i you know it's almost well, like they never under i i it's like people you don't see you you blow a balloon up Mm-hmm. And then you left the air out of it and you just blow the balloon up a little bit. There's still going to be all that excess little parts of the balloon. You know what I mean? There's a, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just crazy to me that actors are able to do this and, and, you know, well, I think a lot of that also has to do with the team at their disposals, right? Oh, like sure. they have, they have uh, people who are helping them along the way and they have resources that the average person might not have. And yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not a person who knows that much about uh, the human body and what it goes through in that. But um, yeah. I would imagine also if it's something that, it, if it's something that is happening in short succession, that your skin kind of is still remaining elastic enough to maybe not have some of those extra extra holes, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm obviously guessing on that. I really couldn't tell you. (laughs) Work out like a crazy, I mean, even Hugh Jackman talked about whenever he has to get ready for Wolverine, like he's got to eat every two hours, which means even when he goes to sleep, he has to wake up 
Oh my god! That's eat insane. chicken and and uh, you know chicken breast and and uh, baked potato, oh and then god. he would talk about. He was on Howard talking about all this. He would talk about how for some of the scenes where you see the muscles kind of like pumping up. Oh yeah, he, he has to dehydrate. Yeah, well, not only and not only that, but what he does, which is really smart, I never even thought of this because the way they shoot it, he's holding a weight, and you just seeing like a close up of his forearm or his. Oh. And so he's like holding something really heavy, and of course the muscles are it's flexing. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, wow, that's pretty smart. <laughs> and that is smart. Yeah. yeah, but I also heard that he he can't drink water for I don't remember how many hours beforehand, but a long time beforehand, like you are um, not drinking anything so that your skin is you know like yeah really that's not, i mean that's and your veins are popping out. i'm like oh no it's it is absolutely ridiculous it doesn't have to be that way i don't even want people to cgi that shit i would much rather just see a you know a fit healthy person yeah who's in shape i don't need it to be the rob liefeld <laughs> you know inaccuracy that is not actually you know healthy yeah I, yeah, I don't need somebody to kill themselves just to just for my mm-hmm. entertainment, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he had said at one point that there that there were a couple instances where he almost needed to go back to the hospital or he needed to go to the hospital after those scenes to get yeah. rehydrated or I don't know. Again, I'm yeah, vague memory crazy. on those, but I'm pretty sure it was something like that or at least close to it. Yeah, and if that's if that's happening, then yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't no. think so. I, I don't I don't blame him for if that's the reason why he doesn't want to play Wolverine again, I'm... Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I don't blame anybody. Same thing yeah. with Chris Evans. Like, I get it. I get it. I think that, um... Number one, if they do want that kind of look, the CGI is completely capable mm-hmm. of enhancing anything that they want to enhance on anybody. Um, and they could make me look like Black Widow if they wanted to. <laughs> but... <laughs> But number two, I really just don't think it's even necessary. I think, again, it's all just kind of perpetuating that ridiculous standard that is not attainable, as certainly not attainable in a healthy way and yeah. not maintainable for any amount of time. You know, I mean, it's one thing to get fit for a picture, which is still too much. I still think that that's too much, but you're getting fit for a picture and then um, a movie filming that. And then you kind of go back to like your normal healthy fit and and you know too many people outside of the industry and even inside of the industry think that that's what they have to do to be desirable or attractive or good enough or whatever whatever is driving them and i'm like oh no yeah no too much (laughs) you're beautiful (laughs) (laughs) so now the other the other show that i became completely obsessed with um is a show called Doctor Death, which I was telling you. It about. looks so good! I can't oh wait my to God. see it. It's it's so you know just just for for uh, explaining. I mean, it's it's if anyone's never heard of it, it's it's a it started off as a podcast about a doctor who performed these uh, spinal surgeries, and he's completely qualified. He's completely on paper. He is a I guess a really brilliant scientist. He does. He, uh, doctor, he really understands, you know, he has a lot, a lot of ideas about stem cell research, how to use these to, to heal things, heal bones and stuff like that. But I, I, he seemed to have focused, I guess, when they, when you're in school, you have to have so many thousands of hours of surgery. Uh, and he only did like 200 hours or something like that. Mm. And not very well. And so it, this is a doctor who kind of went through the system and started operating on people and because they're so uh they're so uh, uh overconfident they didn't think that they were doing anything wrong when they were completely messing somebody's body up you know yeah, like just delusionally taking, yeah taking, taking charge out, and i mean taking out the wrong thing and saying oh this is this you know taking out like a disc and saying oh this is a cancerous or taking oh out somebody's God. larynx um by accident you know, like like things like that, and not even owning up to it, not even realizing that you're making these mistakes, just and looking and blaming other people, and the fact that he he performed, I think it was like out of the thirty eight surgeries, uh, out of uh, he, out of the thirty eight surgeries, thirty three uh, thirty three were completely botched. Isn't that insane? Yeah. And this is a real 
freaking story. It's a real story. Yeah. And it's it started as a podcast Terrifying. and then Peacock made this uh series that I cannot uh I cannot say enough good things about because it was just the way that the story was told. And listen to the cast yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christian Slater is well, Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin play two doctors who are trying to get this guy uh, uh, his medical license taken away, and then Joshua Jackson is Doctor Death. You know, yeah. Um, what a surprising trio, I have to say. Yeah. I never. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it <laughs> never really is. Those actors and Christian Slater is great in this show. I mean, the, and this guy, I mean, he he has no. There's something missing the humanity in him because he doesn't. After he would treat these people, he really would just kind of he'd see them afterwards and say after the surgery, oh, that's normal. The anesthesiologist did something or but, you know, what you're feeling is fine. And then he would ghost them, you know, completely. Just, and, and you have these people like suffering, trying to, oh you God. know, yeah, the worst case of that is he operated on his his partner and his best friend oh. uh, was having neck problems. He operated on this guy and essentially after the operation. Uh, you know, the guy couldn't move. Like he was, he was just, oh my goodness. his whole body was just still, he essentially decapitated the guy inside of his body, you know? And the guy had to this day, still not, still can't move. Like he's a quadriplegic. Oh so yeah, it is. I mean, the story is just, it's, it's endlessly fascinating. Um, a well, well done series and almost worth, you know, almost worth subscribing to Peacock all by itself you know that's how that's yeah. how good a series it was so yeah i don't know that that's something that we're going to do but i am interested <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i am interested i definitely think it's going to be one of those things that um down the line maybe when we are rotating our subscriptions we'll do mm -hmm. um we'll do like the free free month and just binge <laughs> as yeah. many shows as we can yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, I started watching on there. They have unedited episodes of The Office, and I started ended up watching those to, without, you know, and I kind of ended up watching the whole Office again. I hadn't seen yeah. that, you know. So that well, was nice to see. Else, something else that you had actually recommended to me um, and talked about what a great show it was was Ted Lasso. We ended up watching oh, yes. all of season one and the first two episodes that are now out of season two. We're so on board. <laughs> I love nice. it. What a surprise. I know, right? You wouldn't expect it because you everything inside of you says I I should have no interest in this show whatsoever. Yeah, I, I really didn't care whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't care about football, you know, or right. or you know, uh, uh British uh, rugby. Uh I don't care about, you know, I don't I don't like this actor really and anything else, you know. And, and not that I don't like him, I just mm -hmm. mean he does. He's never really chosen the kind of things that I would say. Oh, I've got to see the new Jason Sudeikis. Exactly, movie. exactly. It's I have no hate in my heart whatsoever, yeah. but he's not a draw for me. Yeah, and completely won me over to the point. Oh my god, yeah. You know, and and you see what I mean about the positivity? Like it's so rare that you watch something and you feel good about yourself and humanity in some weird yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it absolutely was, and it's so funny too because um, the one of the characters in it, Roy Kent. Mm -hmm. um i have to look up his name actually because two things about that number one he reminds me so much of my partner in so many ways it's really kind of <laughs> uncanny um only he's a little more like tv charismatic you know obviously yeah, but like right. but still um so that that makes me like him a lot but the other thing was i didn't realize he was a writer on the show yeah and i'm surprised while, by that too yeah, yeah while he was writing it was like oh my god i think i can play roy like i and he, I mean, he's an actor with, with history too. So, I mean, he, he had the actual ability, but yeah. he had kept it secret that he wanted that part until all of the writing was finished because they didn't want, he didn't want it to, you know, jeopardize anything. Right. Yeah. And so then, um, unbeknownst to anybody else, he videotaped several scenes and sent his audition tape to Jason Sudeikis and a couple other people who would be, who would have been in charge of um casting and basically told them like listen i think i really understand this character i think i really can get this and i i did this i hope you like it and if it's totally off base you never have to bring it up again and everything's fine and we're best mates you know yeah. <laughs> and now he's up for like best supporting actor or something yeah. right i mean yeah. he's getting a lot of accolades for i think 
one of the best performances in this show for sure yeah. he's definitely worthwhile i mean he's he was great and i was surprised to hear that he was a writer too because i i i thought he was somebody they pulled right off of the pitch you know like he was yeah. just you know not anybody who who's ever acted before meanwhile you know to find out that he was a writer i was like whoa that's pretty mm-hmm. cool um and then the same thing with uh the i, I always forget her name even though i her name is like always thrown everywhere uh, the one who plays kaylee um uh, what's her name the uh the one who ends up uh, well i don't want to say but the one who who's the who who is interested in roy who ends up yeah. with roy. what uh yeah what's the actress's real name i'm looking it up now because i don't actually know uh it's somebody it's somebody you know temple yes you know temple and her name roy is Brett goldstein yeah, Juno Temple is somebody whose name is always thrown around as if I should know who they are, like because they're always in a project. She was even in Batman, uh, the last Batman film, the Christian Bale one. Um, she she plays like the little the character who uh, was with Catwoman, uh, which I forget. Oh yeah, she does. Holy cow, I did not recognize her. Yeah, she's been in a lot of movies. She was also in Atonement. She was she's always somebody whose name. Uh, like is always said to me as if I should know who they are. And finally, I felt like here's, this was the role that I felt like she's finally somebody that I can see her personality where instead of just yeah. hearing the name Juno Temple, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she's really good in it too. Like, I, and what I like about this show is it always makes you think something is going to happen. And even when it does happen, the handling of it is not done with the usual, you know, argument, slam of the doors. It's always handled with, with, uh, 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 cre- uh not creativity, with positivity. Mm-hmm. You know, every, every aspect of it is just positive in a, yeah. in a time where you're, where there's just so much, you know, hate and anger. You know, it's so rare to have a show that, that it's leaves you feeling like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's just, it's just wholesome. Yeah. And I love the coach guy. Just some of the jokes that he throws in. The other, the the guy, his assistant coach. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, like just like the my favorite is always because it's you know he's like uh, who was president in 1985, and then he's like Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, the actor. <laughs> you know, oh, did you just Back to the Future me? You know, like it's just such a great little stupid thing. But I love you know I love that stuff. Like they have a lot yeah. of things like that. You know. Yeah, yeah, really, just a treat, a real, yeah, a real joy. And uh, again, could not have cared less. I really yeah. <laughs> was so won over. You know, it was really kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, I went. Like I said, I never would have. It, it wasn't my choice at all. Like, I, that's probably. I'm really me. enjoying the Apple Plus shows in general. I have to say. Yeah, yeah, um, I, that's that one's a surprise. I think that's probably going to be their biggest surprise or yeah. the biggest hit because, really like that i like the morning yeah. show the first yeah, season yep. i liked the first se- season of c i yep. liked servant mm-hmm. you know i mean all of those were really worthwhile you know i tried to describe servant to somebody and oh that's so hard i was i sounded like <laughs> such an idiot you know because i'm like so so then they a lady has a baby and they have a nanny but then the baby's not real Mm-hmm. But then the baby becomes real, and already you can see the person's eyes yeah. are kind of starting to glaze because you're like, yeah. but then there's this whole other aspect, uh-huh. of, you know. <laughs> is it magic? Is it yeah. a cult? Is it you know supernatural? Like you yeah. don't know, we don't and, know. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, you know, fine, don't watch it then. Like you get angry, <laughs> you just can't explain it. You know, it's just impossible. You start realizing that you're just talking to yourself, and your voice gets <laughs> a little lower, and you're like, I mean, you yeah, know, it's real good. <laughs> well, I like it. And I watch it yeah <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> what do you want for dinner i know, I know. it's like just watch it already all right i don't need I to explain this <laughs> yeah no that was good well i also watched um uh he-man the new masters of the universe okay i only saw the first episode so far there's only five yeah. there, it's a short season i was surprised i kind of we watched it all in one night because i was like oh oh Oh, oh, he's getting his he's getting his ass completely ripped open. And I don't (laughs) understand. why. (laughs) I know. I know. It's just I mean, I actually really enjoyed it. I I thought it was good. And I know um, the big complaint is like it's he man, not she man. (laughs) 
like because it's following Tila yeah. in a lot of the episodes. And I'm just like, oh my God, you gotta everybody calm down. First of all, I loved Tila as a character growing up, so I was very happy to see her, you know, like get yeah. a little bit of attention. And I like the way that they're treating Adam. I like really like I really like Adam in this. And yeah, I, from what I saw, I liked don't. it. And isn't it? Just, I mean, this is just the first half anway, right? Like, it's exactly. still more to come. Every chill out. Yeah, he. You know, it's funny because uh, Kevin Smith is filming Clerks Three right now, and he's filming it actually right in my area. He's filming it at the Quick Stop mm-hmm. again, um, and they're doing everything in New Jersey. So. Uh, if you drive by there, you see the production going on. You see things happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he also did, too, is where where that RST video is next door to the clerk store, mm-hmm. he turned that into a podcast theater where uh, he when he records, he's recording there. So I guess That's he's cool. living here for a couple of months, but... But then, even after he's gone, they're gonna. It's still gonna be podcasts being recorded. Sound, making it sound like a podcast theater to me in my head, I kind of envision like one way um, glass where where you could <laughs> like watch him. Yeah, yeah, you could be watching him record. Well, you you actually do. <laughs> like, it, what's weird is this: there's tickets. You buy tickets and you can sit in the audience and watch. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and, so it is kind of like that. But I was thinking from outside. <laughs> yeah, from the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, you can you can because I guess he he does a couple of shows where there's an audience and and two of his podcasts uh, always have audiences, but but I I haven't because of of COVID and stuff. I I'm still not kind of going out, but well, sure, sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I would have definitely gone and seen a couple of the shows. They're only like ten bucks, and and you can go. Yeah, uh, that's for an a hour. great price. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's but it's uh, uh it's kind of cool what what they're doing, but it's it's. It's interesting. That I want to. I'm curious to see what the new movie is going to be. You know, the Clerks Three. It's yeah. You know, Rosario Dawson is back, and uh, nice. And everybody else. Um, but it's it's uh, yeah, it's fun. To we, see speaking little- of Re- Rosario Dawson, we actually just rewatched um, Death Proof recently. Oh, okay. And that was a really fun one to to watch again. It had been years since yeah. um, since I had seen that last because normally. When I rewatch the um, Grindhouse movies, I'm generally rewatching uh, Planet Terror because that yeah. was my favorite at the time, and it still probably is. Although I haven't rewatched that one recently either, I need to. Um, but so a lot of times I would skip that one uh, or skip Death Proof just because it was um, not the tone I was going for. Yeah, but she's so great in it. Everybody's just so great in it. Yeah, even Zoe Bell, movie. right? I mean, she's yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Zoe Bell, bouncing up. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's, and that whole—I mean, that I—you know what? I—I was—I also just watched the movie on Disney Plus called Stuntman, which which you just reminded me of that because it's the oh, story. Oh, the Nick Cage one? Uh, no, 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 no. This is a, a documentary. It's it's. It's about a guy who he's going to do what Evil Knievel tried to do, uh, jumping oh, okay, across okay. the Grand Canyon. Really I was thinking of the one. Yeah, where you're thinking Nick of the old Cage one, was right? Locked. No, I was thinking of the one where Nick Cage was locked in the, um, in the restaurant that's basically Five Nights at Freddy's, but oh, yes, not no, licensed. No, not that one. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that'd why, be on Disney Plus. I don't know why when you said stuntman, that's what came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah, was I don't really know if, good. I, really I don't know if Disney so Plus is ponying up for that for the yeah, right. No, stuff. go on, no stuntman. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's uh, but it reminded me of because this guy he does st- he's done stunts forever for he's like almost in his 60s, but he's he's been doing like he did a lot of stunts in Avengers and but you see him getting into that cage system that Kurt Russell has yeah. in his car, yeah, and and uh, and just doing the but he does he does end up going into a capsule. And flying across the way uh, Evil Knievel did, but he makes it. You know, he makes the other wow. side, um, which is pretty crazy because the because it looks like you're getting in a in a coffin. Like that's how small it was. Right? Oh my god! But yeah, so it's just my when you said death proof, it just reminded me I just Woo! saw that documentary. But yeah, it's really really interesting. I really really good to see. Um, but that's funny. I haven't seen Death Proof in a long time. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, it's been yeah. a really long time. Well, I guess um, uh, Quentin Tarantino is back around talking about things because I guess he announced that he's only going to make one more movie, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of what... His, he, did, he released the novelization of 
Yes, the Once Upon, Once a, time upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been reading it because I, I was curious to see what, what, you know, he wrote it. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, and it definitely, it plays like the movie. I'll definitely say that. <laughs> I like that movie, but it, but I'm just saying it, it reads like not, that movie as well. I did not like that movie. Yeah. I would not like that book. <laughs> yeah. You probably, yeah. It's a lot. It's, you know. Not for me. Not, yeah. not for me, but that's okay. Um, what else? I feel, oh, okay. Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix. Did you watch that one yet? No, I want to see that though. Yeah. Okay. I'll wait to talk about it until after you see it because I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Um, let me see what else. Oh, Wrong Turn. This is one I don't think you're going to watch, so I'm not worried about spoiling. Okay. <laughs> the new Wrong Turn. Um, I actually liked. It was surprising. We'd been watching a lot of um bad horror movies, like things that were disappointing to us. Yeah. And um this is one that, was, that's a remake but or Well, what's interesting is based on the trailers, it's not a remake, it's a continuation, but I never saw the other ones, so I don't know how much is actually new yeah. or recycled, you know, kind of stuff. I kind of want to go back and watch the other ones. Um, but because I hadn't seen the other ones, this movie actually did have some cha- like twists that I was not expecting, um, which was nice. You know, it was still kind of cheesy. It's not like it's the best movie in the world or anything. And, and I think it does. It runs long. It's it's like a two hour movie and it's like a full two hour movie that you're just like this. I mean, did it need to be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know like towards those. the end, you're like, mm. um, but, but yeah, I mean, if anybody's out there just kind of looking for something, it was like a rental for two ninety nine instead of like being the full 20 bucks or whatever when they're yeah. brand, brand new. So I know that. So what, yeah, that was fun. I want to watch jungle cruise cause I'm curious about it, but that's the thing is, do I want to spend the 20? That right? Oh yeah. I'm not going to, I do want to watch it, but it'll come out. Same thing with Cruella. I actually know I'm going to love that movie. I am yeah. sure of it, yeah, but I haven't movie. watched it yet. I'm going to wait until it's free because 30 bucks is a lot and I'm mm-hmm. already paying for Disney plus. And if I'm going to spend that much on a movie, I'll go see it in the theater. Yeah. Oh, Unless this one I really want. I mean, obviously we actually did buy um, black widow cause we wanted to watch it at home, but yeah. I, I liked. I mean, yeah, but it's it's coming. I mean, I think it's what do you, what do you have? Another few weeks? Like, it's well, that's what even, I'm saying. It's not yeah. like if it was the only way I'd ever get to see it, then sure, I'd spend the money. But because I know it's going to be free soon, I'm just yeah. like, it's fine. Yeah, I think we we've got company over, so I think we're going to get Jungle Cruise just because it's oh, well, a, that's a fun one to watch. You know, yeah, no, that, that makes sense though. You've got a yeah. full house. First of all, you, even if it was just you, your wife, and your kids. That's still four people enjoying yep. a movie. Yeah, it's still <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> still cheaper than yeah, still cheaper than going to the to the theater. Yes, uh, and you just reminded me of the other thing that came out on Netflix this week was uh, was a surprise to me. It was you know we've been watching that Troll Hunter show that Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. animated thing, and you know the, it it had been done in three different series. It was like Troll Hunters, Tales of Arcadia, then Three Below was the second series, like wasn't like a second season, but like a second series. And mm-hmm. then the third series, which was still part of it, was uh, Wizards, Tales of Arcadia. So they released a Troll Hunter movie to wrap it all up, which was a complete surprise to me. And it came out last week and it's called Troll Hunters Rise of the Titans. And yeah, that was that was not only was it a nice surprise, but it was great fun to see it. And uh mm-hmm. Awesome. I highly recommend the whole Troll the Hunters Troll animated Hunters. thing because it's check it out. It's one of those shows where you where it it really is like especially the first the first uh the first collection I guess the first the mm-hmm. uh, Tales of Arcadia so always reminds me of Buffy like it's just like what That's Buffy funny. would be as an animated series like it's so well done. That's um, awesome. That's high so, praise. Yeah, it's it's you really, know what's so really funny cartoon. I. I, this is a little off topic, but it, it was relates to Buffy. <laughs> well, there was a, a couple podcasts ago. We were talking about um, Joss Whedon, and um, we said something about um, Firefly. And mm. I remember saying out loud in that podcast, like, "Oh, he did Firefly." And then I was like, after we had stopped recording, I was like. Who are you, Jack? Yeah. Like who? Like who are? Like my brain is so. I know, right? Right now, 
of everything else going on in the world and in my life that I'm just like, can I even remember that Joss Whedon did Firefly? No, apparently not. (laughs) There's so much content. I mean, it's not even, there's so much stuff like that's out. Like the, like it's so hard to remember what I saw, like I literally making lists to just to just remember the <laughs> shows remember and what, movies what that I saw. Talk about, yeah. <laughs> because there's so much stuff, and it just and, and it's just like, you know, usually uh, you watch a series and you watch it over a year or something because that's how it's released. Mm-hmm. But because you have this new ability that's to watch right. it all on a weekend, oh, you're you know, absolutely right. It's so it's so easy to forget that you even saw it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And all of a sudden you find out, oh, a third season came out. I didn't even know that was, you know, happening, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, uh, God, there's so many things that pop up. It's just like there's a lot of cartoons we watch, obviously. And Quinn got into one called Centaur World, which is. Ooh, so, I love centaurs. <laughs> it's such a weird. I I like it, but it's it's a really weird mix of animation. I, I'm, I'll be curious to see. I'll say watch the first episode because it, it definitely has it's a it's a musical of sorts but it definitely is very serious and then it becomes very uh rick and morty at some points mm, i hated rick and morty <laughs> yeah well that's, that's the weird thing is the anim it throws you for a second you know it like it it's it speaks to both sides of the animation but it's it it all depends on somebody's sensibility and i just watching it i was like wow this is like i can't imagine the same person that likes this part of it would like this part of it. Like it, uh-huh. you know, so, uh, it's got, you know, it's got a lot of layers. It's got yeah. a lot of, what do I want to say? Character. Contrast. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Quinn likes it a lot. She, Jen doesn't so really she's like psychotic. Distance. Okay. Yeah, got exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. She definitely is. <laughs> she, well, the, you know what? <laughs> I watched last night, um, speaking of animated things, and this is not a new thing, but it was in the DC hub on HBO Max. I watched Batman Ninja, which was like the oh, yeah. um, Batman gets transported to feudal Japan mm-hmm. along with all of the villains and characters. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just so that they could draw them in this really cool stylized anime way with really cool old school um uh armor and decor i mean it was really fun i actually really enjoyed it even though it it probably wasn't the best content it was just a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um but there was this one portion towards the end where all of the villains have um these strongholds that kind of become uh, robots, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like mm. they do, and they start rolling them out. And um, James was like, "Didn't we watch this movie?" And I'm like, "What? Do you, no, we've this is the first time." And he's like, "No, where the cities are all rolling." And I'm like, "Oh, Mortal Engines, yes, <laughs> I see what you're saying." But what was really funny is as they start, as all of the uh, villains start to um, converge and get together and start fighting each other, because of course the villains aren't having a good time with each other either. All of their respective little city castle whole robot things can transform but they all have to say like ivy city tower mega flower transform (laughs) (laughs) and they all had to say like the word transform in that in that iconic classic way that you're just Mm -hmm. like oh my god and then they all you know (laughs) had some sort of evolution and put together in this oh my god i was so ridiculous (laughs) um i don't like i said the story i don't necessarily think was actually very good but it Mm. was a joy it was still just a joy and the artwork was beautiful and it had some different parts that had different art styles um which i thought was pretty cool well one part in, in particular like a but still it was um yeah it's so it's free on hbo max if you click the little dc filter because i'm getting ready for suicide squad it's only a week away i'm excited i've heard nothing but good reviews yeah i'm excited too i every scene i see i I think it looks great and uh i never would have thought that (laughs) yeah never would have thought that you know and uh i you know i think what's happening now is david ayer keeps uh you know he's excited to see it too he's the director of the original Mm -hmm. but he keeps talking about how you know, he wants a director's cut because his version did not come out. You know, his, there were a lot of reshoots. Oh, yeah, I believe it. And, I believe uh, it. You know, he, it's frustrating, but then at the same time, he's letting it go. But that's the yeah. new thing everybody wants is, is, and 
DC has essentially said it's not happening. I'm sorry. Well, Warner because Brothers. they're like, listen, we can't, we can't just yeah. do this for everyone. But hopefully they learn their lesson and we'll trust their directors a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I hopefully. heard this, we'll... this one's a pretty hard R, you know, like where yeah. it's a lot of even male frontal nudity, I guess, in one oh, scene. Goody. I mean, <laughs> so. that's what everybody really wants. Yes, I was <laughs> hoping for that. Yeah. I thought Batman was poor for not having that oh in it. So, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, but I'm excited to see it. It'll it'll be fun, yeah. you know, and uh, to see uh, James Gunn in a different. I, what I'm actually excited about too is him going back to Guardians. You know, I heard some more details about how they're doing that Christmas special is kind of going to happen. They're going to film it while the movie's happening, but then they they have to edit it and have it released before the movie because I guess it needs to right. be needs to come out, and that that's kind of fun that there's going to be some content like that you know yeah where it's not going to be the star wars holiday special or something like that. whatever i would yeah. i would take it you know <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me some content like that bow song you know daddy made you some content yeah. <laughs> i love it yeah so that should be good yeah there's a, so much coming up i'm really excited to see not only the disney plus stuff because that obviously has a huge slate of shows um just all in the pipeline um but the dune film got a new trailer i mean yeah, that I looks that. so incredible i'm really excited for the green knight i think mm-hmm. that looks incredible yeah reminiscence is one that like we haven't really talked about. Have you seen a trailer for the, that with the Hugh Jackman one, right? Yeah. yeah. That looks good too. Yeah. That looks really good. It's giving me like little LA Noir, you know, mm-hmm. kind of vibes, but with a little bit of um Matrix. Well, you know what I was thinking was more um strange days. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I could see you that. know. Yeah. <laughs> But mm-hmm. but just in a different way. So yeah, I'm really um really curious to see how that because that kind of just came out of nowhere too. I hadn't really seen any build up, and now all of a sudden, here we you, are. You know what troubles me about Dune? Uh, and again, th- this is just me. But so I I I mean I love the source material. I read the books. You know, I read I read three of the books, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I loved you know I love the original movie because of how campy it is. But I loved the sci-fi miniseries the most. Yeah, yeah. Not the second one so much because I felt like it kind of lost its way. But the first one mm-hmm. was just so well done. And so what concerns me is is I, I think this ends a lot sooner. You know, they're not going to try to tackle the whole book series. And that doesn't – I mean the whole uh, the whole book in one movie. They're not. It, it is already definitely broken up into two. That's been confirmed. Yeah. But what worries me is I don't I haven't heard any word that they've even like I, they've even filmed the second one like that. That's well, what kind of happened with the Golden Compass, where right, but you know, COVID happened and everything. So there's also some other factors that might have influenced why they haven't. Oh, so you think they were going to do because I I got the sense reading it like it's kind of like a um, oh if it's good they'll do it and if not yeah exactly they won't, oh, maybe maybe. It's expensive. Yeah. It looks expensive. Yeah. So I would understand if they're like, oh no. But hopefully we'll we'll have a nice a nice enough reception for it that um that it'll, I, it'll I, I, it, it surprised like I didn't know Russell Crowe was in the movie. That surprised me. Um playing uh, I don't remember seeing him in oh the my trailers. God. I you know I this is embarrassing. I can't think of what's the guy who trains Paul uh or he's 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 kind of his He's kind of his trainer, but he's also kind of his bodyguard, and he's. I thought that that was um, Josh Brolin. Oh, Josh Brolin, yes. What did I? What did I say? I said you said Russell Crowe. I was like, I definitely don't think. How do I confuse those two guys? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's what I meant. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin was in my head, and Russell Crowe came out of my mouth. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, um, um, I oh, gosh, I don't remember his name. I I did not read the books, the the Frank Herbert um, books. Yeah, in in the original, Captain Picard plays John. Uh, what's his name? Plays him in the. Uh, uh, oh God, the, the name Patrick is Patrick like, Stewart. Patrick Stewart played him in the in the in the David Lynch one. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I was surprised. I didn't know he was in the movie. And uh, I like the casting. Whenever I see who's playing who, um, I'm always like, "Wow, that's a that's a good choice." You know, that's yeah. an interesting choice. So, 
yeah, and and I like the way the sandworms look. You know, I like I like uh, a lot of what we see. I just I I I I don't want to say where right. I think it ends, right. but I just think it's a weird place to end. I I don't know if that's going to feel satisfying. I agree. I do. I think that um you know a lot is going to be left uh for the next film just because they're trying not to rush it but mm-hmm. I would rather I mean I would rather have them try and present something uh that was nice and takes its time and hopefully get the funding for a second film kind of like uh Battle Angel Alita I really wish that we could get a second film I of know. that even though I do feel like the first film felt good enough to be complete but like you know I you mm-hmm. want her to go up to you know the city in the sky and, <laughs> and do yeah, all that yeah. stuff so uh, so yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what does happen. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about um... Gurney. Gurney Halleck. That's, That's his name. I, just, I said it. You were wrong. You were London. Uh... Gurney Halleck. What'd you What'd you say? I said so. I said it. Oh, so it doesn't, oh, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that, okay. Yeah. That's what, like I said, it really doesn't matter. It's popped, <laughs> yeah. No wonder it popped into my head, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I remember. Yeah. Sorry. That's my that's secret power is subliminal messaging by telling people things straight out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. but, oh, um, oh, you know what else? Uh, uh, the trailer for Ghostbusters. I don't know if you saw the new Oh, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. I think it looks really good. I, You know, I liked the one thing Jen was asking me. She's like, did they make the new one scary? I said, I don't. I bet it's not. Like, I get the sense. Yeah, I don't think that it is. Because I remember when the first Ghostbusters came out, when they would show you the commercials, when you'd see the commercials, it was always the Sigourney Weaver scenes, like the scary mm-hmm. parts. Well, and that's why that's why I don't think it's going to be scary either. But in the way that the first film, when it came out, was scary. If you were young, like, well, yeah. there were some scary parts. The lady in the library and, like, you know, all the different stuff. Like, that spooked me when I was little. So, I mean, oh, they yeah. might keep that kind of stuff that it's scary, but it's not really scary. Yeah. I'll never forget watching the extras on the Laserdisc for Ghostbusters. And, you know, it was a lot of extras. This is when, you know, Laserdisc would give you so much extras. <laughs> so I just remember I fell asleep at some point. And at the end, there was Bars and Tone came up, you know, on the, on on it. So I woke up to the, right? <laughs> and so I'm just watching it. You know, I'm about to get up to go change, shut the disc. And it cuts to black. And then this lady comes out. And she's just looking. It's like an old lady, and she looks, and she's just going, ah, ah. Oh my God. with no effects or anything, right? It scared the living bejesus out of me. <laughs> and what it turned out was it was the the reference frame for the ghost in the library Yeah, uh, when she turned. So it was really a real old lady, and they just put that at the end of the bars and tone without oh any explanation. God. That's terrifying. Oh, my God. It was the most terrifying. I just Wake up in an up. Apex Twin video. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like because I, I jumped up and I ran to the other room like I, like, like I was afraid to go, like as if she was coming out of my TV or something. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It Holy was the greatest uh, yeah, little little thing. But, um, but yeah, I, I, and, you know, I, and I hate to say I, the only reason I probably make this comparison is because one of the actors is, is in this movie, but it does have a Stranger Things vibe to it, too, you know, because you mm-hmm. just in the style of it of, or the way it but looks. But that's but. because they're both see- steeped in nostalgia. Like, that's yeah, what yeah. Stranger Thing was trying to attain, that sense of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And Ghostbusters, although part of it is, you know, inherently there, they're also banking on it because they know that that's the draw, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, they, it's, it's going to be fun because just that one, I don't know if you saw that one scene where uh, I think it was the second trailer where they showed Paul Rudd kind of going, going through the supermarket and then all the little stay puff men. Yeah. Popping out of the marshmallow bag. Uh, that's what, you know, cause the first trailer I saw, I was like, oh, okay, you know, this will be interesting, but every, every trailer I've seen it, just the movie looks better and better. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm anxious to to see it. It'll be that'll be a fun one, um, and just to see how they work. I I already loved how they worked in what's her name the uh, the receptionist mm-hmm. who who married Egon. Yes, yeah, Annie Pont. So but, Ghostbusters, um, yeah. what do you want? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. 
yeah she's great so well, on that right. note i think we we hit a lot of targets and uh we did it definitely a lot coming out i know uh uh like like i said suicide squad that's a that's yes. a big one end of this week and i'm gonna try and see jungle uh, jungle cruise which again i don't i don't have high hopes but it looks like it might be oh, a fun, fun. Model. yeah yeah it just looks fun so but yeah and then i'm sure there'll be more surprises as we go through but anyway uh, good catching up and uh we will smash some cuts later on bye Bye.